Okay, cool. Hello and welcome to another episode of Who the Fuck is Delia, the podcast that uncovers the plight of the creative who might not just yet be so successful that they're being taken off Twitter for being anti-Semitic. Oh, I know that one. Who's that? Um, Actually, don't answer that because you're at risk of being very racist. So, no, it well, was I know. Wiley. That, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Before no, you name any other rapper, I'm not going to name. Any other rapper. <laughs> I was, I, I was thinking about that news story whilst I was trying to think of the name. I mean, in your defence, grime is not uh, something that regularly frequents your life. <laughs> Florence and the Machine doesn't do much grime. <laughs> Uh, I'm here this week with Michelle, of course. Hiya, and I'm Trigger Warning. I've got a nice little stool that does this. So if you hear that at any point. Yeah, and the door is also open of our <laughs> flat because those of you uh, who have been in this flat, if you've been a guest on the podcast, will know that it is the centre of the earth in here when it's like above 15 degrees. So the doors are open. Um, so if you hear any road noise, tough... Uh, and our guest this week is someone that I've produced, someone who is about five years old when compared to us. <laughs> um, That's not fair. First, one of the first people to make me feel old. Um, <laughs> it's Laurel Smith. Hello. Hello, singer-songwriter, which makes you sound like you play stuff with acoustic guitar, but you don't do that, do you? Um, what What do you do? What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I make music, um, do a bit of piano. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not really like ballady stuff. Is that your writing process? Do you start with like a piano in your voice? Uh, it was. Recently, I've actually been just like going through Splice, which I guess I kind of have to explain what that is because. Nah, people, it, sample libraries. But, yeah, a lot of sample libraries, just yeah. like listening to all of them and writing to them sometimes. Nice. Yeah, it's, things have gone a bit more. Well, like the latest release, Candy, which was yeah. out on the 31st of July. Yes, it yeah, was. Yeah, that. <laughs> uh, uh, with a music video. Yes. That was like, that's a more trappy sort of thing, mm, beat-wise. Yeah. It feels like kind of melodic rap, yeah. sort of like trippy reds, yeah. maybe. I'd say it was better than that. Just, better than trippy reds? Yeah, only because you sent me playlists of stuff to listen to. And I know and you like, haven't listened to anything. <laughs> I've listened to bits of it, and... Uh, candy's better is what okay. I'll say <laughs> Alex um, comes home so many times and is like look at this thing that Lauren, La- that Laurel showed me today <laughs> and she gives me this like mental piece of yeah, music yeah I had to message you about that like noise uh, that's the one 100 yeah. gex what the and, yeah. I, and the thing that blows my mind is that I like noisy music like I like <laughs> like heavy metal screamo music and like hip hop and stuff and this was just <laughs> oh my god it's just sound effects mixed together but yeah it is literally like white noise isn't it pretty much yeah and like, he was such an old man when you came home that day listen to what the kids are listening to these days <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the reason why i was like getting you to explain is because a singer songwriter does sound like folk musician yeah, doesn't it yeah. it does it sounds like you've got like a three-quarter sized acoustic guitar um like Ed Sheeran acoustic guitar and you go and sing at open mic nights. But I feel like the weird singer-songwriters doing the same thing as the weird producer did like six years ago, seven years ago, where the weird producer like morphed into this word that was like just everything. Yeah. And it meant a bit of everything. And like I say this so many times in the podcast and I feel like when you say singer-songwriter now, although it usually would conjure up like Ed Sheeran, I feel like nowadays actually it's starting to conjure up people who are just like, making like beats and singing over beats and right. people who yeah. are writing poetry and then putting melodies to it and things like that yeah i suppose I mean? an artist is what it should have said really yeah, yeah i try yeah. and call myself an artist yes yeah. you know when you're trying to fill out these forms and it's tick box oh you're a producer singer songwriter and right it's like, yeah mm, well, kind of yeah but and the like, thing is with artists as well that it can incorporate all sorts of different stuff mm-hmm. so like you could say you're an artist and people think that you're a painter or yeah. something but then with your stuff so like to carry on that singer songwriter thing like artist covers it more because it's not it's not that yes you're a singer yes you're a songwriter but your sound is like you create like scenes Mm, and like 
a, yeah. like a you have a whole vibe through a song sound painting sound painting is that a thing is that a real thing no, I just, oh right i think i just made that maybe as a <laughs> you should that's definitely the name put of the that new album yeah yeah that's the gonna be on your painter. press release now <laughs> yeah sound painter laurel smith yeah <laughs> but like when we've done so bit of backstory so we've been working together in the studio for what two years a little bit just yeah, under and like <laughs> we'll be in the studio and we'll be like cool we're making this thing we've got the chords we've got the melody it was coming together and we you know i'm doing a few things that are a bit like obscure and then you'll be like i want the sound of i don't know baked beans being spilt on the on a counter and you're like right let's go look <laughs> let's go buy some baked beans but that's almost my favorite part of the sessions is just scrolling through flies trying to find all the little sound yeah. effects like at the end of anesthetic when we just built like a whole dialogue out oh, of old movie the old movie dialogue. stuff yeah. yeah and that had a hospital scene in it had a hospital scene at the start and in the middle yeah it did with like a life support machine like a beep 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 and like then car chase and bonnie car chase and that with police yeah complete with police sirens and a like a drifting motorcycle sound uh the game over one it says game over at the end well, I that's heard not out that. yet it's not out yet okay <gasps> i heard spoiler alert sorry sorry <laughs> i've heard that i was thinking that then i was like i wonder where that song's out but I, th- I feel like i've heard it so many times in yeah, this flat yeah. that i feel like it's out <laughs> yeah. but it's not no well that's a video game vibe yeah video games um there's another track that's gonna have like an oriental vibe mm-hmm. there's this bin <laughs> what was the psycho with psycho the, with the horror, horror thing. Yeah. movie strings so that's singer. so if you were like on a bill and you turned up like singer songwriter laurel smith and then like the person before you <laughs> just been playing ukulele and the person after you's like got brushes with a drum with their drummer and playing acoustic guitar and you're like in the middle with your hospital theme <laughs> but it's just i think i mean don't get me wrong i i prefer that yeah like i'm not taking i know i'm taking the piss a little bit but like i prefer it i can enjoy working on it i also think that like the word artist comes with a sense of like aesthetic Mm. and brand and i think yours is kind of like nailed down like you go onto any of your socials and you're like okay i get it Mm. straight away have you done that i was gonna say have you done that on purpose like of course you've done it on purpose but like how (laughs) how purposeful was that how purposeful like the brand stuff because like Mm. shell says you do go on it and it is yeah I find those conversations like really difficult about trying to pin down exactly what I am because like mm. I'm 17 so I don't really fucking know. Like, <laughs> I'm allowed to, I'm allowed to yeah it's yeah, called who fine. the fuck is dealing with. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I have no idea and it changes so quickly so like one month I'm like okay I'm like a Y2K like baddie. Right. <laughs> yeah 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 um, and then the, ne- <laughs> the next <Shell> month doesn't. <laughs> no, <I'm> like, no. <laughs> the next month it's like oh i'm feeling kind of the gothy vibes and then it's different and it's so it's hard to nail down but yeah it's just you go with one thing and then which it will change at some point but that's like that's a good place to be in to be like <clears throat> i don't know and i'm just like searching around because there's a lot of people who like mm-hmm. double down on the fact that they don't know and they'll be like no this is what i am yeah. And you're like, and they'll, and they'll, and I think we did that for a little bit. They'll nail down that route for like two or three years thinking that's what they are. And then all of a sudden they're like, I don't like that anymore. Yeah. But I don't think you need to stay fixed in one thing as no. long as it's like, it's important to be able to like go through different phases and like eras. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I think, think nowadays, especially. Well, there was a, there was a time where like r- albums got released. And if the album, the second album was different to the first album, everyone was like, oh, the fuck. But now it's like people are doing that on different EPs. Like a different EP will have a completely yeah. different theme to I it. I mean, we've talked about it before on here in the fact that like the 1975 album to album, yeah, there's similarities, but they do change it up. Childish Gambino does whatever the hell he wants from album to album. Um, like James Blake is, I know James Blake's got his James Blake sound, but when he went on his latest album, he just went off and did whatever he wanted. And that's like sound wise. But then you kind of got, like it's nothing, it's not that, new because like you would have david bowie and different as, as ziggy stardust and then as that one of the other ones i can't even think of one right well now done. but like he, he was doing that and just reinventing himself album to album mm-hmm. where it feels mm-hmm. like your you had your ep and then you got this single and you've got other singles planned are you going to do that single to single or is it just you in your life are you just changing it in your life and then it changes in your music or are you purposely changing it for mm. your music I think it just goes along with how I'm feeling and like just the vibe I'm in at that moment when I write the song. Mm-hmm. 
like out the cage was like partly inspired by watching Karate Kid. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll hear that when you hear this track. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but Candy's seems to have gone well. Yeah, it has. With you happy. driving around London in a BMW. Benz, yeah. Oh, is it a Benz? Oh, I thought it was a BMW. Well done. All right, it's a Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. With some scary dude. Who's the dude? Who's the dude in the mask? Josh. <laughs> Who is that? Josh. He's just part of the ABS crew. But oh right, okay. Yeah, no, it was actually quite funny because at one point um, we were going like fast down this road and Josh had his belly on, and then the police come up next to us, and obviously they look at me like with my red hair and my white contacts. Yeah, and, yeah. And then Josh with the belly, and he just slowly rolls up. And he's like, "Hello." <laughs> <laughs> and what happened then? Uh, I think they were just asking us to slow down, but like we were like, "Oh shit, what's about to happen?" Oh. Oh, but they knew that like, you could see people filming you and stuff. Yeah, because we had this massive camera attached to the outside of the car. Right. Um, which was literally just strapped in with like, I don't know what they're called, like, oh, like guy. A, like a gimbal thing. Just these like big straps that are around the, literally the front windscreen of the car. Oh, right. No, <laughs> like bungee cord things. Yeah, yeah. Like Shit. bungee cords. And oh, wow. the camera is just attached to the side. So yeah. we're not terrified about losing the camera? Yeah, Joe was absolutely terrified. <laughs> <laughs> Joe was not happy with it. So oh, people who have listened to the podcast, that's Jay Garcia from Alpha Bravo, yeah. who filmed the video yeah. and has been working on like campaigns and stuff with you for a mm-hmm. while. Do you think you guys are of the same, similar sort of age, aren't you? So like yeah, Jay's he's 19. like a couple of years older than me. Right. Yeah. Um, do you think <clears> you, because I feel like you guys have developed a really good relationship, like you with mm-hmm. the Alpha Bravo team. Yeah. Do you reckon that's got anything to do with the fact that you're similar ages and have the same out- outlook on I think so, what you're trying yeah. to achieve? Yeah, it's just sort of like, you know, when you're like on the same wavelength as somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt that with him quite a lot. Yeah, because yeah. it's even like you were probably the second person that made me feel old. And Jay was definitely the first person that made me feel old. <laughs> yeah, But, but Jay is doing so much for his age. Like, yeah, Jesus. He so will have much. an empire by the time he's 30. Yeah, yeah. Totally. yeah. We were watching a Rupert Murdoch documentary yeah. the other night. <laughs> That's going to be Jay. <laughs> yeah, totally. There's going to be documentaries made about him. And, and like, the, like there'll be some sort of root reason as to why someone is as ambitious yeah. as they are. Like with Rupert Murdoch, it was his dad didn't didn't give him his empire or something so he like strove to get it there'll be something in jay's life that is like the reason why he's gonna be a, what would be marketing pioneer or something i had another we had another chat with jay the other day and it was literally like a half an hour 45 minute chat but i walked away with like a headache as i always do when i chat to jay and then i had to text him afterwards being like okay you said this and you said this and you said this can you send me those videos please because i need to do more research but not in the space of 45 minutes. I need like space from it. Mm-hmm. And he, he texted me back all of these links and was like, you need to look at this. You need to look into this. And then at the end, he was just like, feels like there's another podcast coming. And I was like, <laughs> yes, there is. Yeah. Oh, that'll be a fun listen, won't it? <laughs> Fucking hell. The part of the thing is with Jay as well is that I kind of glaze over a little bit. And I don't know if that's just because I'm, maybe I'm just like out of touch with it or like, I, I just, I can't sustain interest mm-hmm. in it i just so, nod a lot and yeah say, yes i yes, find it yes. so interesting i just sit there and i'm like oh please someone like it's, when someone i've had conversations with him and my mom i just see like the anxiety levels and my mom just rising throughout the conversation <laughs> wait so i need to do this, need to do this. <laughs> yeah. like, it's a definite thing though you get super overwhelmed with that sort of shit yeah, and like it's if, a lot to take in and jay's like knows what he's talking about and it seems like he knows what he's talking about when he's doing it and like we had it the other day with um, a business consultant thing because we got this uh, this grant from help musicians for our next ep and part of that you got these consul- consultations so we're like chatting with this business advisor and it was a three hour like intensive session. conversation um and it, we're going through stuff and the list that shell's making is just like wild and for the fir- one of the first times ever i realized how some of the clients in the studio feel when they say so after we've done the song like so like after this or after this four hour session what next and you're like well we're gonna need like we're gonna finish this we're gonna have to mix that master that and then you need to make sure your social medias are all lined up and then you need to make sure that you can pick the right distributor don't go with that distributor because we do this but maybe consider one of these ones but it's up to you you pick you you can sign up to centric if you want you don't have to prs is there too and pp oh my god yeah we get it and like (laughs) and for the first time ever then just i was sat there like oh shit that's how they feel like (laughs) it's now it's become like writing music is 
great and it's like the best part and that's what you do it for but it's now become like a five it's become like five percent of the job and now it's more like yeah. you need to, how near are you going to get about what you're posting on your socials when you're posting on your socials how are you engaging mm-hmm. on your socials yeah. how are you going to market your next track where you're going to market your next track who's your audience it, it, like you can get so nerdy about all of that stuff uh-huh. and then after it, you're all, you're all a bit like, am I a musician anymore? Or <laughs> am I just like a small business person who's learning to market? I kind of like that though in some ways. I feel like yeah. I have more of like a say in what's going on and like more control over yeah. everything. Because I feel like a while ago, like you would have been just on the music end of things. Yeah. You would have had somebody to do this for you and somebody to do that for yeah. you. Yeah. Whereas you're already going, you're entering that world with a level of control over mm. what you're doing already. Yeah. Well, that's like, like the that. new phase of the industry as well. Isn't yeah. It? Like that's how it's going more and more. Um, like less power to the to the big labels and the big publishers and all that. But if you haven't got that mind and like you, you're fucked, well you're not. Well, you're, you're not fucked. There's you're always going to be some but boy it, bands that need singers. No, but there's like so much of the industry that haven't got that like m- like not marketing, but like that branding, social media mind about them, and also they haven't got the money to employ somebody else to do it for them. And they're not at a level yet where they're getting interest from like publishers or anything like that. So they're stuck in this phase where they're in band rooms, just creating music and loads and loads and loads of music and playing get loads and loads and loads of gigs. Mm-hmm. But it feels like you're treading water, like you're just stuck in that phase. Yeah. And like, I feel sorry, I, I, I don't feel that sounds really bad, but like, I feel sorry for any artist who does it by themselves. So T, obviously I always look at him and I'm like, oh my God, that's such an overwhelming task because at least we've got two people to like bounce off each other and then we've even got T and George to kind of, you know, cascade jobs too if we need to, although we don't do much. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I like the idea of me being an artist by myself and like going into this world like scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Did I... you find it when you came to a point where you were like, okay, so this, what I want to be, it has to be more than music. Were you a bit like, oh shit? It's scary, but I can't lie. I've had so much help from my mum. Yeah. And mm. I am so grateful for her because she's, she's been my manager up until the point I got real management. Mm-hmm. She's, she'll write me lists and sort of just like organise everything so it seems more manageable. That's so but helpful. It's really helpful. Like, I'm so lucky to have like parents who actually invested in what I'm doing and yeah. like want to help me. Yeah. yeah. And have like a knowledge of what you're doing as well. Mm. well and like she an understanding. company. So she's got a head for just like admin and organizing things. Yeah. And yeah. your dad was in music as well. Music. He's like, film. He, oh, film. Yeah, yeah. So he's got like an industry head on him as well. He kind of just stays out of the picture though. Oh, does he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just observes. Uh, your dad, your, like, don't get me wrong, I love your dad. I think he's absolutely great. But what's funny is like, uh, he'll like make a suggestion. <laughs> and then before you and your, your mum have time to sort of rebuttal that he already goes oh it doesn't matter <laughs> i was like yeah. I, was, I think i've spoken to him about it before and being like that is that like having a wife and a daughter and he's like yeah that's right, being the only man in the house <laughs> yeah. that's really good though i mean like my my mom I, my, my parents have always been super supportive but just of a different world so you're super lucky to have someone who's or parents who are really supportive of it but have their toes that's, that's weird thinking you know what i mean have dipped their toe in those words do you know what i mean can we not talk about laurel's mom's toes please yeah i apologize for mentioning toes um but like you know what i mean yeah they're in these various circles it's not like sure, like yeah. my mum was in is it was working at a bank and then she was a nurse and my dad worked in tech so mm. it wasn't like anything related to creative industries yeah and like your mum works as a Driving instructor. Driving instructor and your dad a mechanic. So yeah. it's like, it's cool to have both. And it's cool that you recognize as well that you have that as well. Because some people would be like, oh, I'll do this all by myself, completely self-made. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, but what about all that? Those hundreds of people that have helped you along the way. But then like, so my mum was, my mum's a driving instructor. My mum was obviously my driving instructor. And oh my God, that was <laughs> the worst situation no. that could have ever happened. I've never cried so much in my entire <laughs> life. I've never like hated someone so much in my entire <laughs> life. Did you not get to a point like that with your mum when you're just like, oh. you're in that close relationship, but also you're my mum and you're mm, pissing me off. Oh, yeah, no. 
definitely <laughs> yeah but it so. wouldn't be going well if that didn't happen yeah, like if everything was honky dory that just means that you've got a mummager yeah, i think yeah. the biggest problem me and my mum had was when i was trying to make the covers for the mortals ep yeah so if you know um it's like we got a block of jelly mm-hmm. and we had to try and suspend these objects in the jelly mm-hmm. just for the listeners this is a conversation that we have frequently yeah <laughs> So we got like this plant-based jelly um, and we'd have a pencil that went across the top of the mold and we'd have to get fishing wire and attach it to the objects, yeah. suspend it in and then pour it in. And I could you not, we repeated this about 20 times. Every day it was like, Laura, can you just do the jellies today, please? Like we just need to do this, just do the two jellies. Okay, and then you do it and one of the lines will fall off and it's like, fuck, it's not, it's not straight, we need to do it again. Yeah. Throw all this jelly away. We were ordering like boxes and boxes of this like plant-based jelly (laughs) and it was torture that's amazing (laughs) i love that that was like the worst part that was like the pinnacle of (laughs) of stress yeah that shows just how much effort goes into the tiniest thing yeah creative Mm -hmm. stuff yeah. Like you look at something for a second, like like, and and this is no disrespect, but you look at your album cover and you go, "Cool, that that's a cool yeah. album cover," mm-hmm. and then you don't and then think you listen about to that. But you don't think about effort. That yeah, exactly. Through. And that yeah. is like the, when those covers came out, I was like, "They are sick. They are so well done." <laughs> I had no idea how you did it, so now I'm like, "Okay." Well, yeah, it cool. started out we wanted it to be ice. So my mum did all this research about how can you get clear ice yeah. because when you freeze ice, oh, it goes yeah, cloudy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much research into it, like sending me links every day. Oh, so this is a way we could try and get clear ice. Maybe this way we tried Wild. this. <laughs> and did that? Ha- what eventually made you go? No, it's going to be jelly. Just couldn't get the clear eyes. <laughs> right, it turns okay. out you needed some machine to do uh, it. And it was like, you know, uh, well, like we're changing it. Yeah, and you buy that machine for that one job. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you have a garden party sometime and like, hey, how's everyone enjoying <laughs> their cleaner? <laughs> <laughs> totally worth it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so should we talk a little bit about candy? Yeah. Yeah. Um well actually, you know what? Before we get to candy, because we'll save that for our Patreon subscribers. Mm-hmm. Um Let's talk a little bit about, so you're saying, you know, it's more than just singers, being a singer-songwriter and um, you enjoy doing more than just the music as well. Mm. And it's all about the whole package and that's exciting and you're yeah. in control. And that's something that like we've had conversations about before, about you wanting to be in control of your own career mm. and in control of your own art and things like that. Is that something, that, that's obviously something that you've purposefully been like, I, I actively want to do that. Is that do you think like the consensus for a lot of young artists now do they feel like they want to have that or is it like out of necessity because you know industry is different and is it more because you're a young female artist rather than a a young male artist yeah i think these days a lot of people like the fact that they can be in control of everything like don't get me wrong some people just want to hand all of the work over to a manager and just like they just want a manager so they can hand the work over that's Alex <laughs> that's me yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for the listeners I'm sure I just pointed at <laughs> <laughs> that is me <laughs> um but yeah no I think being a young female artist I've been told that you know you you need to be able to sit in a room full of lots of male. like male executives yeah. and, and be able to go yes this is what i want to do yeah i want it like this and then we're going to be questioning you, are you sure about this are you sure i'm like yes yeah. and to get to that point of being really like secure about what i want i just need to build everything up myself mm-hmm. yeah and it just feels nice to be in control of it and know that like the decisions i make like no one is gonna question it like mm-hmm. it's just up to me yeah and people are there to like give advice <clears throat> and help but ultimately yeah. you are the the linchpin like yeah. at the top and, and the thing is the crazy thing is it if you were a 17 year old male artist sat here i probably wouldn't have even asked you that question mm, but yeah. i think that's like that's that shows what's wrong with it yeah. but also it is a relevant thing because it is something that's happening more and more and especially with artists like uh christine and the queens billy eilish um even like artists who have been around for years who are changing their direction you know like leanne lahavis you never used to think of her as someone who was doing that you just thought of her as an artist whereas now her latest stuff you can see that she is that sort of powerful driving force around her own artistry and creativity mm-hmm. i think you can tell as well yeah, yeah you can totally. tell when it's their decision and yeah. it's not someone else who's just like puppeting them yeah, yeah. and that's normally i feel like that's 
I find that that's normally when something is a bit more successful mm. <laughs> because it's a little bit different then. And also it's more personal. People are going to yeah. connect to something that's mm. personal. Yeah. You feel it as well. You can't put your finger on it, but you're like, yeah. I know that that's not, that you know when something's cynical mm-hmm. and, and I like, I, 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 can, I get it a lot in films and in music as well, where I'm just like, oh, I can feel that this was came from the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, so like you got like a bangy, smashy, crashy action film, right? And it's made by Michael Bay and I watch it and I'm like, I hate everything about it. But then you copy and paste that film, but it's made by someone else, someone who's like, I don't know, um, like a, like there's that Hancock film that was made by the guy who made Breaking Bad, right? And Hancock, Mm -hmm. not a good film, bangy, smashy superhero crap. But then I'm like, it's Vince Gilligan and I know that it came from a good place. So I actually engage with it more, Mm -hmm. but I don't know why. I just Mm -hmm. feel it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. Well, I think that's the same as like... I don't know what it is and it's like this unspoken thing it's the same as like when you're working on your socials you can tell when somebody's trying to market to you and when somebody's using their socials as a way to engage with people Mm. and just a way to be like this is just shit that I like and care about Mm. and like you always engage with the stuff more when it's when it's the latter yeah and I don't know what it is. I think maybe it's just, it's probably just like a human connection thing Yeah. that I don't feel like we like to know that we're being marketed to. Mm. Like it's fine to market to us, but don't let us know that you're doing that. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like you know an actor you when you can tell that acting, like yeah. everyone's magic. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you can feel that a little bit in music when you can tell like when someone's trying to keep up with the latest trend in their yeah. sound and you're like, oh, don't do that. Like, there's there's one side of it where it's like okay they're staying relevant and i get it and then you have the other side where you're like oh do you remember yeah. when mumford and sun started wearing leather jackets <laughs> and like doing rocky stuff because arctic monkeys were big at the time and it's like oh this feels wrong mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i feel like that's kind of maybe not for every artist but i found it with myself like a bit of a, in a battle because sometimes i'm writing and you get these thoughts and it's like okay but someone people will like this but it's mm-hmm. like do i like this is this yeah. what like i want to say like i know that it will get a good reaction because like it sounds like a lot of other stuff that my friends like but is it what i want is it like coming from me yeah yeah i think like what well, we said that before when we were talking about i think we we're talking about candy actually mm. and like youtube beats and yeah. things like that and i've had numerous people and i think you said it to me as well it's like why don't you make youtube beats and set up a thing and i'm kind of like yeah, I was, and I, I, I have no, like, this is going to sound dead cocky and I don't mean it to, but like, I have no doubt that I'd make stuff that people would like YouTube beat wise, you know, that kind of trappy hip hoppy R&B thing. But do I, does it get me going? Mm. And I remember I was working on uh, one of the singles of yours that isn't out yet. I'm coming back to it after working on something else and being like, ah, oh, yeah, no, this is what I like doing. And, it, and it's that obs- more obscure, more creative, more like, um, experimental side of it and you can like you say you can you can listen to some stuff and go oh maybe i should do that because people clearly like that yeah but then do i like it but i think it's like that's the hardest well one of the hardest decisions to make as an artist is being like you may you're making this thing and sometimes you do it totally subconsciously because you've been listening to the latest stuff recently and you are making this thing and you're like oh yeah this is like totally what's going on right now Mm -hmm. but then halfway through it you just your heart's not in it that little bit of melody that you wrote you're a bit like i don't don't really Mm -hmm. like that and then like the song i've done it and the song comes out and you like have no attachment to that song i have no love for it i have no want to do anything with it actively hate it like waiting for the rain yeah he does (laughs) yeah we recorded a track and it was like we just went in the such the wrong direction Mm. but like we were just listening to loads of stuff that was that kind of thing and we've been told that we, we had this like neo solely thing at the time. And, and the whole experience of making the track was long, wasn't it? It was just rough. I think and, it's important to do stuff like that though. Yeah. Because so, yeah. it like confirms what you what actually you want to yeah. do. Yeah. Don't just don't do. rush to release it is what I'd yeah. say. Because <laughs> we put it out and then someone's going to see that and be like, oh, I'm not into it. And then they're never going to bother with us ever again, even though it sounds nothing like we've than anything that we've put out since you know yeah yeah sick well uh should we move on to the segment the next segment yeah all right cool i'm gonna drop the jingle in did you do out by oasis why don't you just go on the is there any chance you can sound more Ed like Sheeran. what's your plan b what's that gonna do when he's finished with the drums there so uh this is what is jack gonna do when he's finished with the drums 
Um, our good friend Jack Bachelor is an amazing drummer who I think is even doing a master's in the drums <laughs> <laughs> in music. Um, he already has a first or second class. He also he already has a degree. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, sorry, Jack. Um, but his grandparents would always ask his parents, "What is Jack going to do when he's finished with the drums?" Yep. Um, so you get a load of like random shit when you work in creative industries. That's like Shell, who's just finished singing, I don't know, uh, a Whitney Houston song, a uh, covers gig, and then someone comes up and requests Wonderwall by Oasis, and you're like, you don't get what's going on right now. Um, a photographer who's had someone say, or someone put Instagram filters over all their pictures that he took and edited and spent a long time <laughs> doing. Um, but it doesn't have to be gripes. It can be just things that you notice that, that you're... You know, you're quite fond of it as well. You've got a fun one this week, haven't you? Have I? Yeah. You thought of it the other night and you were like, I'm going to save that for what Shaq going to do when he's finished with the drums. Well, it's a good job that you reminded me. <laughs> you can't remember what it <laughs> no, is. No, I idea. Oh, no, it was really good as well. You were lying in bed and something happened. And you're like, I'm going to save that. <laughs> oh, shit. It was a really good down. one as well. Did I tell you what it was? Um. Yeah, you did. It happened. I was there while it happened. It can't have been that good then. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, while you think of that, I want to. I want to like from what you were saying before. I want to pull up that thing of like people trying to teach you mm. creative mm. things and like things that teachers do. Do you have any? Did you have any moments with teachers where you were just like, oh, "What are you doing?" Oh, um, I actually did in primary school. I was going to sing Valerie with my friend at the summer fair, and my choir teacher was listening to us before to like decide if we should perform or not. Um, and I thought it sounded really nice. I've been practicing so much last night, like remembering all the lyrics. Yeah. And she pulled me to the side. She said, Laurel, you're singing in an American accent. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I was it. like, oh, of course, because Amy Winehouse sang the song in her accent, yeah. didn't she? Like, yeah, that's yeah. how it worked. Yeah, um, yeah so, so I, I actually didn't perform it. Didn't I you not? I was allowed on stage it. because I sang in an American accent. Oh, that's horrible. That's yeah. so bad. Yeah, so fuck you, uh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I remember the first time. I remember the first time someone said that to me, and it was like I come. I just finished a gig and come off stage, and somebody was like, "It's really weird. Like when you're on stage, you like go, you you turn like quite American." And I was just like, "Ah, oh, it's just not that deep." So like, not everyone sings like Lily Allen. Yeah, exactly. Like can, yeah. I, I, was, I was, I was a bit like, uh, "Okay, do you want me to sing Scouse?" Because it sounds <laughs> fucking awful. <laughs> Like, what do you want from me? I do want you to sing Scouse. Oh my God, can you imagine? <laughs> imagine having a Lily Allen, but the equivalent of like a Scouser or a Manx or like someone from Birmingham. Yeah. I mean, there probably is, actually. There's probably someone out there doing that, but it, it would just be, well, to me, it would be like nails on a chalkboard. Mm. So yeah, like you, you, it's, we've got loads of friends who are from like different countries, but when they've been learning English growing up, they've been watching American TV programs, so their English is American. Mm. And it's like, that's probably what it is. So then, yeah, when we're singing songs, it's probably because we've been brought up with yeah. so many American songs that you just, it's just how you sing. Yeah. And also, sometimes words just don't sound right in English. No, they don't. <laughs> no. And also, sometimes you can't make them fucking rhyme. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So... I mean, don't get me wrong, there is certain words where I'm like, I sing it and I'm like, oh my God, I sound like I'm from Texas. Can't, I need to pull back. Like, can't, can't is a big you one. Can't, yeah, like you can't oh, be singing yeah. can't. Do you know what I mean? Just, yeah. I can't get away with that. But generally, it's mad, it's mad that people will pick up and be, pick up on that and be mm. like, you, that's weird. Why are you doing that? If it sounds good, it sounds good. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know what my thing was. Oh. But I have a little thing to bring to the table. So we, we talked about social media a little bit. Mm-hmm. and um <clears throat> how active you have to be on it and and you're especially active on it and you yeah. can sort of see what's going on with it so we're we are effectively a band the the amount of men in the band outweigh the amount of women but we still get the odd message that's like weird guys oh inboxing God. on instagram what is that like to maintain when you are a solo artist <laughs> Because I read the messages of this that sometimes that go to Shell, and I just delete. I don't even like bother oh Shell with it. I'll just delete them. You know what? I can literally get my phone up right. <laughs> oh my god! Please, I can please get my phone up right now. Oh my god! This is I the got best. this one yesterday. Um, oh my god! Do you follow the Instagram account? Something like Beam Me Up Soft Boy. No. Oh my god! It's the best Instagram account, and it's basically just 
but girls will send in screenshots of things oh, that they wow. receive on like Tinder or whatever oh. and then like she will post them up and some of them are fucking awful <laughs> so there was this one I got yesterday oh no <laughs> okay so the message was and i'm gonna read it how it's spelled please do yeah that's that's what you gotta do okay (laughs) this is so odd if i out on playlist do i get free one foot pick please thank you (laughs) please please thank you if i put on playlist because this guy clearly thinks I'm so desperate to get my song on his playlist that I'll send him feet pictures for it. What the fuck? <laughs> to be honest, I might have brought this on myself because my old Instagram bio was DM for yeah. feet yeah. pic priceless, but yeah. that was like... That's a joke. That was a joke. a joke, and that was to sort of catch the simps. Yeah, right. yeah And yeah, like, yeah, to yeah, catch yeah. people out because it was quite funny. Yeah. Um, but, God. Oh, that is awful. <laughs> why is that... Why has foot pics become such a thing online? I, I don't, don't know. know. Can it just not, please? Have you changed that bio now? Yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. I, I like that bio. I was like, that bio is great. Yeah, it reminded me of uh, Christina P. Yeah. You must get that shit so much. Because we get it, and it's not mm. even like, you know, it's three blokes. <laughs> How do you manage yeah. it? Do you just delete it? Just don't um, even bother with it. I mean, usually it comes up in requests. Right. So I sort of yeah. just leave it. Like, what about 25 requests at the moment? Right. It's just people. Some of them is just harmless. It's just like, hey, but then you go on their profile and they're like 50 years old and married and you're like, ah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, man. There was this one me. guy had messaged me and he would pop up to, if I put a picture of myself in my story, he would pop up to every single one with like, love heart, love heart, love heart. And I was ignoring it. And I decided to just click on his like profile one day. Mm-hmm. And his bio was literally like, I love blah, 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 his girlfriend, all his posts were like him and his girlfriend him and his girlfriend and i was like i have no trust in men at all don't they are the worst people (laughs) out of all people men are the worst yeah i I just wanted to screenshot and send it to his girlfriend yeah like please like yeah ditch this fucker it's ridiculous oh god and the, the, the trick the tricky thing is that you're you're you need to have followers because that's Mm. what you are trying to achieve an audience and, and people to consume your art but then you have to put up with that <laughs> on the opposite side. Yeah. Like yeah. your personal profile is private. So yeah. you have to No, it's one. not. Oh, is it not? No. Oh, right. Okay. Maybe just enough many followers then. No, but, I don't. Well, that's it. You don't engage with it as much. No, it's, I it's don't. literally just like friends and family. I like which the is why people. I, it was it, private. I said that that was set up for me so I could literally follow like friends and family. Yeah. Without having like. You know, without having loads of randoms popping up on my newsfeed. It's just like, being, like having the band tagged in family pictures do you know what i mean yeah it's like a little like family photo of everyone and then it's like at we are delia and it's like well it's not it's yeah shell, but. but also it was like it was just a space for me to like enjoy social media en- enjoy social yeah. media and post stuff that i not i i obviously like the band stuff but the band stuff is like a bit more thought thought through mm. whereas my social media is just like pretty things that I like the look of and yeah. selfies that I would never post on the Delia page. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, yeah, I don't know. Maybe if you did, you'd get loads of foot pick requests. <laughs> maybe. Maybe I'll change your bio. <laughs> well, there's that like there's so many fans only pages like popping up now. So only fans, sorry. And I'm like first of all I 100% guarantee that my sister's probably on one of them <laughs> she's listening to this now she's gonna flip what and then Sean? be like how the fuck did you know yeah. either that or she's gonna be like no but that sounds like a great idea I'm gonna get on it I know yeah she's like what's this thing I kind of want to get on OnlyFans but just post videos of me like eating cereal yeah like doing my washing why like. not why not are you getting paid to do it that is so you <laughs> <laughs> the ASMR I should post ASMR. Yeah, yeah did you, you should ASMR? do that. Oh fuck me, I can't do that. And you should post like a little five second clip on your Instagram. You're like, gotta pay for the rest, bitch. <laughs> uh, does anyone want to bring anything else to the table? Like um, stupid shit like that. Um, I feel like there was something. Oh, um, kind of, but not not really. Yeah. What? Um, so in the the so in like the world of artistry, you have these different platforms that you've got to navigate. And all of a sudden, 
we've got to now think about well not all of a sudden it'll be ages for you but all of a sudden by the time we get on it it's really over i've got to now think about navigating tiktok tiktok TikTok. yeah it's such (laughs) a strange world and like i'm on there don't get me wrong as soon as i go on there i'm obsessed and i'll be on it for like three hours and like lose my life in there have you got to the dark side of tiktok no Oh my god. You're going to show me that. You're going to get there. <laughs> like, You'll get there. All right. It's really scary. Really? It's really scary. I remember I was um, on holiday with my friend a couple of weeks ago and I was just lying in bed and I got absolutely petrified because I found a video and it was this guy with a walk, like he'd like warped his face and he was walking through the woods with like a bag and he was like, drag, drag the body. Deep bag. Oh my god. Throw it in the river, but you keep the liver if you have a buyer. <laughs> Whoa. No, I, like, I was like, no, I need to get off my phone. That's just cursed me. Like, <laughs> and is it what? Like, you just end up going down a rabbit hole. Yeah, but like, yeah. eventually, the algorithm is just mm. like, all right, let's see you what else you can handle. Sides of TikTok. There's bean TikTok, I think, with, like baked beans. Oh, I've heard about the baked yeah. bean side of it. It's like the Twitter thing, isn't it? Where there's yeah. all these different communities. Hey, I've heard <laughs> about that one. Oh my god! See, well, it's like what? opening up a whole world of like the fucking dark web. Do you know what's funny? <laughs> I'm imagining so I'm imagining you watching that video right oh in bed god. in our flat. Mm. It's kind of white. There's lots of plants mm. and stuff. Imagining you watching it when you're in bed. Your room, yeah, has like blood on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I got so much hate on TikTok for doing that. I made this one video that went viral and got like. 400,000 views mm-hmm. and it was just me being like um my friends don't want to sleep over my room and then like just like oh, showing all the bits of my room and I have people commenting like she doesn't respect her parents I'd hate to have her as a daughter oh, like and I was like look I have liberal parents I literally can't rebel <laughs> 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 like my mum walked in saw it on the walls was like oh okay and just walked back out <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> You're like, mom, get angry at me, mom. As if you got so much hate for that. That is so funny. Yeah, but that's just all internet is, isn't it? I thought, if anything, I thought like the hate you get would be like religious people hate because mm-hmm. wasn't that there was, there was, some, like, there was statues there was in there? There's an om symbol on the wall. Oh, yeah. and some people were questioning that, but I, I don't know. Just, people will have a go at anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else, or should we move on? Move on. I think we should move on. Yeah, cool. All right, let's get to this section, which is... E, oh my God, who the fuck is Peter Guy? Who's he, lad? We should probably not mention Peter Guy anymore. Oh, maybe we have to change the name of the section. Yeah. yeah. It's been a lot of drama. We're talking about men being horrible. Right. Turns out Peter Guy's one of them. Well, we don't know. (laughs) Allegedly. But we do know, but we don't know. Anyway, he's a music reviewer from (laughs) Liverpool. Rubbed a lot of artists up the wrong way. In particular, our drummer, George... Uh, and his revenge, George decided to name this section that Peter Guy will never ever hear. Nope. <laughs> after him. So this is recommendations rather than reviews. It's mm-hmm. not like oh, I listen to this every 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 so often. Something will be thrown on the steaming pile of meh. Mm-hmm. But nothing's you know we're not talking about stuff that's shit because we want to just recommend stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be music, art, film, people to follow, whatever. Does anyone want to start? Mm. You recommended to me whilst I was working yesterday. Yes. One of the Moonchild albums. Moonchild. And it's probably already been mentioned on here before. T's probably mentioned that he loves Moonchild as well. It was very cool. But you you have a, a history with Moonchild. Do I? That you don't even realise. Every time it comes on a playlist, you're like, oh, what's this? It's really nice. Oh, I really like her voice. And then we watched their Tiny Desk once. And you were like, oh my God, she's amazing. I love her. Like, who is this? And like every time, me and T are like, Moonchild, 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 Moonchild. And I like, whenever I get to work early, I always, because I have to get it like six sometimes and I'm always like, I need something to listen to. So I'll text Alex and be like, send me some things to put on in the background. Mm. And Moonchild was one of them this week. And I was like, oh, what's this? (laughs) (laughs) It was so good. I don't know what album it was though. So like, I can't. It's probably just the latest. Just Moonchild. Like, no offense to Moonchild. I think she or them, they're great, but it all sounds the same. It's all amazing, but it all sounds the same. So it doesn't matter what album you get. Right. Okay. It's a moon. Like, just listen to every the whole thing. Okay. Um. Anything else you want to recommend? Just Moonchild. Mm -hmm. Laurel, anything you want to recommend? Can I recommend a YouTube channel? Yes. Of course you can. Um. It's called Miniature Cuisina. (laughs) (laughs) So good, isn't it? like this um woman i think it's on who um does mini cooking so she has mini like <laughs> mini spoons <laughs> mini bowls but how does she get like mini prawns 
because I don't she has understand. mini eggs doesn't yeah, she yeah but they actually like <laughs> they cook I don't understand it and I want to know how does she like what it can't be real like of course food. it, and, like, it wasn't end, real food the food looks like real it looks it really reminds me of that real. Rick and Morty thing that little bit <laughs> that's yeah that's exactly someone showed me the other day so I haven't like looked into it but somebody was like the fuck is this Eat I think some, it might have been on TikTok actually <laughs> some fucking shit you little bitch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little bitch so does she show you how she does it or is it literally just you watching her cook it? It's just, she doesn't say anything. It's just silent, but there's like the sound effect of her cooking and it's really relaxing to watch. Really? But like she puts in like miniature, miniature prawns and like stirs them and cooks them. <laughs> and I don't understand I how. I reckon they're just big prawns from like Tesco. <laughs> and then when you cook them, they just fucking shrink them. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we get prawns, we're like, oh yeah, cool, let's do that. And then you, you put it in there and you're like, oh, that'll be enough. And then you look at it and it's all gone. <laughs> Like, where the fuck did prawns go? I'm actually really immature. I hate prawns. Really? I hate like shellfish. It's just all. It doesn't feel yeah. correct. It doesn't feel correct. No, it doesn't feel correct. <laughs> um, anything else? Other um, than candy, obviously we recommend candy for everyone yeah. to listen to. I actually will recommend um, the, that Instagram page that I was talking about before. The Beam Me Up Soft Boy. Beam Me Up oh, Boy soft. spelled B O I. Oh, I it's so so good and. I find it incredibly hard to describe what a soft boy is. <laughs> but these comments, like, literally sum it up. Is it a Scouse thing, a soft boy? No. It's just a universal yeah. thing. It's like e-boy. It's yeah. Because like, we'd always call them fuck boys. Yeah. Soft boy, it's just, like, different. Yeah. Hard to explain. It's very different. But as soon as you start reading no, these I know, comments, I've you'll seen be like... I know, what it, I know what it is. I've seen yeah. the, the profile, but... Uh, yeah, we, I don't know. I always used to call those people fuckboys. Yeah, and anyway. I think like every woman should go and follow that account. <laughs> yeah, and then as soon as you get a message from, or you're thinking, like, is this guy that? Oh I'm my god! Messaging? Please send that into that page. <laughs> but the, oh, I'm actually. Going to do it <laughs> yeah. But they'll be like, you know, there'll be like, there'll be some girls out there uh, who'll be like, you know, oh, is this guy a dick? I can't quite tell. Like, he seems emotional, but like, he also treats me like shit. They should follow that page and then yeah. they'll probably see a post that it would be the kind of thing that he the would message you and you go, oh no, say. now I know that he's a dick. Yeah, yeah. And we can get rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> so go follow that page. Um, I'm going to recommend just a couple of albums um, or a couple, a, bit, a little bit of music. One thing produced by me, uh, which is Isabel, uh, I Am The Artist. Mm-hmm. Her new single is called Bleeding Blue and I produced it and I really like it and you should Very go listen nice. to it. Um that's available to stream everywhere mm-hmm. right now. And then the other thing that I want to um, recommend album-wise, I'm just looking for it now, uh, is, I mentioned James Blake before. So he's got two singles out and they've been out for a, a while. But one is called You're Too Precious and the other is called Are You Even Real? And after his album Assume Form, which I thought was trash uh this is like a return to form he's i think form. so when he says assume form he, he he did assume form and the form was rubbish and now he's back to his, his normal form <laughs> okay um so you're too precious and are you even real if you like everything james blake did prior to that album you'll love these songs yeah um and that's it like i've, I've got leanne lahavis's new stuff to listen to Billy max reach's new stuff to listen mm. to I've barely even listened to that. I had it on the background once and can't really... Well, Billie Eilish is new song. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's like... I feel like she's she's using her voice in a totally different way and it's really beautiful. Should we have it down as a recommendation? Because I have no mm-hmm. doubt that it's really good even though I haven't listened to it, it properly. She's like... <clears throat> I don't know. It's as if she's just like... Um, What's the word? I, like it's more than experiment and it's like testing your muscles. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She's seen what she can do. I think, do you reckon the, the whole narrative of like, oh, she can't even sing. She just like, like she's it's just very bullshit. quiet. It's like, she's now smashing that out <laughs> yeah, of the park. Yeah, it's fucking yes. bullshit. And like songs, like especially on the, the James Bond track. Yeah. Like you're just like, that, that's competing with Skyfall from like by Adele. Yeah. Like, and Adele is known for being, you know, a big voice. Yeah. And Billie Eilish, who's 
had this reputation of you know oh she just sings softly and she can't she can't bell well, anything who's to then say just what? Who's smashes to say what? Like, it out of the park but i shouldn't even think she'd have to do that i know do you see a performance of um no time to die yeah, where the and it was posted on instagram where it was like look she can sing because she did this massive belt i don't even think she should she have to do no, she that shouldn't. to no. prove that That's she can what I was sing say, like no. who, who the fuck's to say what a good voice is or yeah. what makes somebody's voice good i'm sorry but whoever's commenting on their fucking posts like have you sold that many albums? Well, they're also albums? just, they're also just like, jealous. They don't like the fact sing? that it's something Yeah, like, can you even sing? Yeah. Like, who the fuck are you yeah. to make the, the point on that? The, it was like, it was the, when the whole backlash of fucking La La Land came out. Oh, yeah, fuck those it's people. The, it's the exact same thing. Fuck those people. But the um, the the thing with that, with the, with the Billie Eilish backlash, mm. I think it's just people just don't, they just react badly to whatever they mm. don't understand or whatever's new and they don't like. And then that was the only thing that they could comment. You know what I mean? Like, they can't be like, oh, the song's not catchy because you'd be singing it. Or yeah. the song's not even like, like the production isn't good. Well, the production's absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like, it's just, it doesn't have a message or it does have a message. So then you go, oh, she sings quietly. You go, okay, yeah, she does sing quietly. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, all right, recommend that, even though we're not even listening to it. Can I give one last recommendation? Yeah. Of course, yeah. So it's a song by 100 Gex. No, God. Oh, yeah, cool. We got to have it. Oh, it. God. Right. And thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's called um, Small X, Capital X, Capital X, I underscore W U D underscore N V R S T O with a dash in the middle, P underscore U with like two dots on the top, Capital X, Capital X, lowercase X. I've written all that down. <laughs> you can tell by the title what you're in for. That'll be in the, uh, that'll be in the show notes. <laughs> quite uh, relaxing yeah it's like an evening song maybe. yeah it's kind of yeah. stuff that you put on to go to sleep to mum yeah. mum yeah. do not put that music on <laughs> do not listen to that okay <laughs> um, all right well we'll stick it in the fucking show <laughs> anyway right let's call it because we've uh we got the some music. work to be doing yeah so Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for Sorry having me. Sorry if we dropped me. it on you a little bit, like impromptu. That's fine. Um, but Candy's out now, uh, the new single, and there's two more singles coming out this year. Yes. You can go and listen to the, the Mortals EP, which is out last year, the back yeah, end of last year, year, start of this year a bit. Um, and you can listen to all our stuff as usual in the usual places. Go and follow Laurel on at Laurel Smith, but the I is a one. <laughs> In Smith, yes. In Smith. Is there an I? Is it? I mean, yeah, I don't know why I said this. <laughs> I was like, I'm having spelled Laurel wrong this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. Thanks very much for joining us again. And uh, head over to our Patreon to listen to the more in-depth stuff about the artistry. And remember, you look like you're going to say something. No, no, oh, no. Why be FUD when you can be Kiwi? No! <laughs>